You're listening to the Hey Elliot podcast at www.heyelliot.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you very much, Mr. Voice. This is the Hey Elliot podcast, and that was Mr. Voice. I am recording to you live. Live, folks. You can tweet at me live. I'm just kidding. It's not live. However, I am not in my normal tower, my normal roost, my normal eagle's nest overlooking the bluffs of Iowa. Folks, there are bluffs in Iowa. Believe it or not, you will be shocked once you go to these golden, golden waves of bluffs. I'm actually in an apartment that uh, belongs to a friend of mine with whom uh, we share two puppies with. And uh, I'm laying right now with two of my bitches. Yeah, that's right. Two of my lovely bitches. I've got Nemo right here at my left hand. I've got uh, Ladybug over there out looking out the window making sure making sure those immigrants don't get us. Because apparently that's a big deal now. Apparently we're scared of them. Apparently we don't want people... Um, I mean, look, folks. If you're in a... I don't know why people in small towns are so afraid of immigration. Think about how much room you have. The more people who should be afraid of immigration are in New York and L.A. because there's no room. There's no room. They shouldn't want any more people, period. It doesn't matter what the people are, what skin color they are. They just shouldn't want them. Like here, I guess we can add a couple homes here and there. Why not? The more the merrier, folks. I know some people from uh, from Nevada. Not Nevada. From... um. Albuquerque, who needs some green chili? They need some green chili. I don't have any places here that can get authentic Mexican green chili. But guess who can? The authentic Mexicans. That's right, folks. The authentic Mexicans. That's what we need. We need more authentic Mexicans. I'm here, Here's my uh, immigration Me Too story. Can I tell you that? Is that going to make sense? Okay. Well, it started... Uh, Nine years ago, folks, nine years ago when I first landed in these bluffs, these high bluffs of Iowa, I was but a young man of 22, freshly graduated from college. The whole world, the whole world in the palm of my hand. Folks, time goes by quickly. Don't let it slide away, folks. You can know. More about this at all my podcasts at www.heyelliot.com. That's spelled E-L-I-O-T-T dot com, folks. We are telling a story right here live with my little buddy Nemo uh, about uh, my uh, immigration Me Too story. Well, I first started um, in a customer service position and, um, well, I got to say on so much, in a customer service position where I offered a uh, customer assistance, and uh, they quickly retorted, no hablo espanol, because he thought I was Mexican. I am not Mexican, although I have been called that before. No, uh, yeah, that's all he said, and walked away. He said, no hablo espanol, and walked away. That was supposed to make me feel bad because I came from another country and uh, stole his job. I don't even know if that's the reason. They come up with a different reason. Can't you just say you have prejudice? People don't want to admit that they have prejudice. That they're constant. Okay, I have another story I'll tell you then later. 
But right now, let's keep with this idea, okay, folks? Right now, here on the Hey Elliot podcast, as Mr. Voice told you earlier. Folks, I am sitting here. I am stroking my cocker spaniel, Nemo. The reason why she's called Nemo is because she has half a year. Got ripped off by another dog at a puppy mill. Folks, I don't like puppy mills. I do not like puppy mills at all. This little girl right here at my uh, left hand has had a rough life in a puppy mill. Uh, The little spoiled brat looking out the window right now has no clue. Got her at the tender age of one. And uh, she's only known the spoils. The spoils of being a nice purebred little pup. But she is a child of a broken home. Both of these dogs are. They're both children of broken homes. So if you are someone who is a child of a broken home, and no matter what age, these dogs can relate to you. I only see them about once a week now. So they like it. Um, they get really excited when I come into the uh, apartment to see them about once a week. And they're so happy. And then after about 15 minutes, they're kind of good. They're kind of like, oh, well, I guess if nothing else fun is going to happen. And uh, and then when I eat, then they come back to me. And I know they're just thinking, oh, God, drop something or die. Just he dropped dead and let me eat this. Like if I dropped dead with my active cell phone set to just press send on 911, they would eat my food first and then press send. That's not right. I raised these girls better. I raised these girls to be better human beings. And, uh, yeah, so the next the next topic on the Hey Elliot podcast from www.heyelliot.com, as Mr. Voice politely said to you. Folks, I want to talk to you about prejudice. Can I talk to you about prejudice? I don't want to tell you all my prejudices. I do not. I don't want to get involved in that kind of, that malarkey, that mumbo jumbo, because they're, um, it's almost like a silent kind of a path you have to walk. You know what I mean? It's like a... You have to walk this own path of prejudice. And there's going to be a lot of people screaming at you. A lot of people yelling at you that you're a bigot. You're trouble. You're the problem. And that's going to make you... Well, folks, it's going to make it worse. Let's just say that. It's going to make it worse in your head. And you're not going to be able to explore why you have these feelings. And I'm going to use the example of pit bulls. Okay, I've talked about pit bulls before. I tell you that I have a 35-pound cocker spaniel at my heel. And if a pit bull were to come in to uh, my apartment and try to ransack the dogs, I would be obliged to uh, put that uh, pit bull in its place. That's the only reason why I really have any kind of a prejudice towards pit bulls is the fact that I do own two dogs and... Sometimes I go on shitty websites. I go on shitty websites where pit bulls kill smaller dogs. And uh, I know the I know the argument. You don't have to say the argument to me. Uh, it's about who raises them. Now, that's half of my prejudice about pit bulls. I think the other half is I can't relate to them. Because for a pit bull, you have to be the alpha. You have to be in charge. But as these dogs know, I'm a little bitch when it comes to them. I'm all goo goo and gaga and kisses and hugs and cuddles, and you can't. I I don't. I don't think you can just do that with a pit bull the whole time. You have to be more assertive. The same reason why uh, having a kid gives me pause is because that part where you have to be in public and just get your face right 
next to their face and just glare at them and go, we talked about this. You need to go. We're going home. We're going home. You just need to shut up right now. Like that. I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I almost do it with uh, with, uh, the spoiled one, Ladybug. But especially when she eats crap off the ground. You don't know if someone's trying to poison you. I don't know if she's trying to poison. I don't know what's going on with this dog. She acts like she's starving 24-7. But this other one just sleeps. So that's why I'm stroking this, this cocker spaniel and not that cocker spaniel. <sighs> Folks, you have to undertake these thoughts. That's why that's why people go away. They go on walkabouts. You have to get your affair mental affairs, your mental affairs in order. You've got to think about your prejudice. You gotta you gotta let it the idea swirl and then you also gotta tell yourself why it's wrong. Not all pit bulls behave that way, and the only reason you hear about it is because those are the only ones that report it. They don't report the one where, you know, a pit bull successfully cuddled with a baby last night. Uh, They don't do that. Uh, Same thing with plane crashes. You don't, you know, you only hear about the plane crashes. You don't hear about the hundreds of thousands, thousands, the hundreds of thousands of airplanes that are landing at any given moment, folks. I mean, it's just nuts. So yeah, that's, that's stuff that's on my mind, folks. Just some of the many f- topics of discussion. I was also thinking about cracking open an old uh, story that I short story that I wrote uh, five years ago, folks. When it all went wrong for Uncle Elliot. That's right. Right before the whole DUI fiasco, the whole second DUI fiasco. And uh, I, I think I got to have a look at that because I feel like there's a pattern brewing. There's a pattern brewing every five years, the Elliot curse. So this year, this year, Elliot is going to tread lightly. I'm going to tread lightly, folks, and you're going to hear all about it. I'm trying to cut out the booze. I'm trying to cut out the attitude, the uh, anger issues. I do have anger issues, if you hadn't noticed, which you don't, because I don't tell you about it too much. But I do have a little bit of a temper, folks. I have a pretty good temper. Um, And uh, it sucks, because I think I owe someone an apology last week. Uh, So I I have a hard time apologizing as well. So I owe someone an apology, and... uh, I know I just said something stupid and uh, she was probably already having a shitty day and I said something stupid and then she took it uh, seriously and um, I hurt her feelings. So I owe somebody an apology. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to have to do it. I think I feel like I'm going to have to. And, you know, I don't know if I told you this. Uh, I don't I think maybe I haven't had a podcast since then, but I did cut my hair, cut it all off. I need to start fresh, a new start. But now my crazy sister did the same thing, so I gotta, I gotta figure out a new way to get a new start. Anyways, folks, not about my sister. All right, let's not talk about my sister. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about the fact that I uh, trying to hang on to my temper, but I slip up. And ever since I cut my hair, it's just gotten miserable, folks. People take me more seriously. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why they have to take me so seriously. What was different before? Because I looked androgynous. You don't take androgynous people seriously. That's so wrong. It is so wrong, if you ask me. So yeah, I've got to just say sorry for my. I just, you know, 
I was just kidding. Just trying to have a few laughs. And hopefully uh, that's the last I have to think about it. Because this summer is uh, part of the curse, folks. Ten years ago, I had my first heartbreak. And I remember I was actually in this town a year before I landed in this town. I um, I was like, I was broken hearted. My dad decided to get me out of the house. My girl just cheated on me and broken my heart. And um, and we ended up in uh, recycling with my grandma and my father. And I was just catatonic the whole time. Just catatonic. I was just so darn down dirty. And um, yeah, that was 10 years ago, folks. Uh, speaking of 10 years ago, it was the summer also before my heartbreak, where I spent writing Jack's Living Dead Girl. Jack's Living Dead Girl. That's right, folks. You can find that on YouTube.com at Indie Kid Productions or on www.heyelliot.com. This is a new thing I'm trying, folks. This is the uh, radio show I'm trying to fill an hour talk where you constantly repeat the same things um, but spaced out so nobody notices. Uh, right now we're going to go commercial break i'm just kidding there's no commercial breaks i'm just trying to give you some content i need you to i need you to catch up with me what's going on in my life uh my thoughts on the world um and yeah um i don't get to see the dogs two days like i did during the winter which is sad but gives me time to just kind of Actually, no, I'm not doing anything with my life. Can I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not pondering. I'm not writing. I finally did type a letter to my friend. I do type letters to people. That is something I do. I do enjoy it when I get in the mood. Get me in a nice morning, get some coffee buzz going, get my typewriter click clacking, send that off to England to my buddy in, uh, well, she's not, Northumberland, right? There's like only two people in Northumberland. And uh, tell her what's going on. So I'm telling everybody what's going on, folks. No stone is unturned. Everyone will hear my story. Everybody must hear my story. Yeah, all right. Let's get down to brass tacks, folks. You want to know what's going on? Absolutely nothing. I um, I watched a cat for a friend. And uh, for for me watching his cat, I got uh, he gave me a game. He gave me Assassin's Creed... Uh, Unity, which folks, you know, people had a bad thing to say about it four years ago when it came out because it had some glitches, but it's actually pretty cool. You're assassin during the French Revolution. And uh, if I'm anything, I'm a French revolutionary, folks. There is a little piece of me um, that is French. There is a French fur trader who did go uh, probably through the Missouri, shacked up with some hot little tart. Hot, hot little Native American tart. And, um, yeah, there's um again. And eventually I get born. So there's a little bit of the Florida Lee inside me, folks. Yep, that's right. I am sitting here in my uh, friend's uh, apartment stroking my cocker spaniel. And uh, she has not moved away from me because I got fancy new haircuts with my dollar, mind you. My dollar paid for their haircuts, which enables me to get... Nice and close to them without them going, you're hot. Get off me. You're so hot. Either. They get a little bit of an attitude, folks. That's okay. We're chucking right along. I didn't write anything down, if you haven't noticed. I'm just trying to spitball here. I'm trying to spit it. But you know, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, I'd have an honest, uh, I'd have a 
great thing to tell you why you haven't heard from me because I was working on something or because I was uh because I was actually doing something with my future you know what I'm saying but that's not what happened I've just been playing that game and then it spitballed it uh well snowballed from uh, Assassin's Creed Unity to Syndicate uh, which takes place in the 1800s in London and now I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origin which takes place in ancient Egypt folks time goes by so quickly can you imagine okay this is the fact that's true I'm gonna tell you a fact that is really true right now the time of the first pyramid to Cleopatra is a lot longer than Cleopatra's time to our time. Think about that. There's a, the, the time period between now and Cleopatra is a lot shorter between Cleopatra and the building of the first pyramid. Oh, man. That's weird. What, what were you doing? It took us this long to get where we are to be able to destroy the world. Why were you just decided to spend thousands of years moving a block of cement? Is that what you're trying to tell me? A block of cement for a dead person? My goodness. Through the desert, thousands of labor wasted. People couldn't go home to their families. The job was passed down from generation to generation, just lugging cement down the desert dunes, giant reed boats, and you just decide to spend thousands of years when we spent 200 years perfecting the nano chip. Come on, folks. You guys, you ancient Egyptians could have done a lot better. I am putting you to task. This is the Halia podcast on www.halia.com where I am taking the ancient Egyptians to task. Folks, that game, they put a painstaking amount of detail in it and a lot of research. And what I've learned is that um, they could have done a lot more with their time than just baking bread, drinking wine. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Anyway, folks, I just don't know why they just... I just don't know why they had this time on their hands and they didn't do anything with it. Is it the climate? Is it the fact they didn't have to, like, like is it like Europe or England, such a small island with actual seasons? So they had to constantly improve their hunting, constantly improve their timing because their seasons were going to change? Is that how people evolved into these... Uh, these civilizations to the nano chip folks this is the stuff you think about when you're not actually doing things when you're not creating content for the giant content monster that desires content from every living creature in this world except for my little nemo my tiny little cocker spaniel never hurt nobody but people hurt her and that is why i am going to build a wall Around all puppy mills. That's right, folks. I'm going to build the puppy mill wall. I just poked her in the eye. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was on purpose. If it's an accident, it's not a crime, right? Like, what if, what if, what if, like, I had a girlfriend and I always accidentally hit her? Like, I was, like, opening the fridge door all the time and she always accidentally got in the way. Like, what if she's just a klutz? Like, that's not a crime. It's an accident. Like, a thousand accidents. Folks, this is what you're going to hear on this podcast. I have to a lot of content to fill because I uh, left you with many weeks, months even, of nothing. 
even though I've looked at my numbers and it seems there's like two people that still are looking, they're still searching for content. Well, folks, you came to the right place today because this is the podcast. The Halia podcast is ready to start. I'm going to hit record soon. It is going to be awesome. It is Monday, right, folks? Monday what? Monday the what? Monday the 25th. Wow. Folks, here's the best thing. We're two days away from the 11-year anniversary of uh, Chris Benoit. How I heard about that? I was at uh, Disney World. Chris Benoit was a professional wrestler who killed his family and them himself. That's a fun little topic to talk about, but no, it was just so interesting how that whole day happened because um, I was working at Disney World. A couple guys in the back talking. I was in backstage at Disney World, folks. I know secrets you guys can't even know. They're just huge, huge secrets. I know billions of secrets. I can't disclose them, though, because I signed a no uh, non-disclosure agreement. Ah, no, I haven't. But I don't want to bore you with the details. I mean, no, I brought that up. Probably because it's so close to the time. That's what makes me think about. <sighs> anyway, folks, let's let's bring this... Uh, let's slow this down a bit. I think we're rushing things a tad too much. Yes, folks, let's get in the mood here. You're listening to the Hey Elliot podcast on www.heyelliot.com. And earlier, I had brought up a story. I don't remember what I called it. But uh, I'm going to tell you what it was about. Because uh, I like it. I just need to rewrite it a little bit. You know, maybe I need something to write every five years as well, part of the curse. Oh, the curse. Oh, man, this is a Inception-like uh, podcast. I just keep hopping back to other things. Well... The five years ago, uh, the middle of the curse, um, I had a young girl, a little girl, pass away horribly in um, my family, and I did not handle it well at all, folks. Yes, that's right. Uncle Elliot did not handle it at all. You know, I'm talking blacked out drunk, and no one talks about this. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I drove blacked out drunk on the interstate in the middle of the night. For miles. Perfect record. Ended up in the ditch once. Just once. I mean, sure, it was bad. And God only looks out for fools and drunks. And I am been called both at one time or another. Anyway, I don't know why I brought that up. It's a part of the curse. I handle things poorly. The first part of the curse, which now we're back... Okay, you guys taking notes? Okay, the curse. First one got my heart broken, crying in this town, and uh, I handled that poorly. I handled that by pushing away friends, lying to people. Um, Well, more by lying through not telling. And I think people got annoyed by that. But I'm still in that. I'm the club that says um, not telling is... uh, it's not the same as lying. That's right, folks. I'm in that club. You can try to convince me all you want, but not telling is uh, the same as not lying. That's right, folks. If I keep you in the dark, it's not lying. Oh, my goodness. Where would this presidency be if that was the same? That was the case. Know what I'm saying? Anyways, folks. Let's get down to brass tacks here. I'm talking about many things. I'm talking about the curse. The every five-year curse. I don't know what happened five years before that. Well, actually, maybe I did. There was something that happened. But that was actually a good day, except for my family. They kind of exploded on each other. But I got a girl's number. 
I saw like three movies. I hung out with Buffalo. Dude, that was probably the beginning of the curse, actually. And we're in the midst of it right now. And that's why I'm bringing up that story, because five years ago, I handled the little girl's death poorly, folks. Poorly. Boozing heavily and making stupid decisions that lead us here today. Now, probably wouldn't have had this little tiny cocker spaniel, this cute little cocker spaniel I'm stroking. If it weren't for that moment, though, I don't know where she'd be. I don't know if she'd be happier. I don't know. Seems pretty content right now. But folks, let's be serial for a second. I am... I am going to write that story. And let me tell you the story. The story is about a guy. Uh, well, actually, it starts out with uh, the guy meeting the, his his future wife. And they meet by dogs. They have dogs. Dogs are a big part of my writing lately because I love my dogs so much. Sorry. Sorry if that seems hack. Go fuck yourself if you think, it, think it's hack. It's not hack, folks. See, now you make me have to put explicit when I upload this. Now I had to put explicit because you guys... We're just harassing me and calling it hacky. Well, it's not hacky, folks. We're talking about real life. We're talking about dogs on the Hey Elliot podcast. Folks, and I mean folks with the kindness of my heart. Let's get back to the story. Anyway, they meet while walking dogs because their dogs get tangled up and run off together. And so then they get to know each other while looking for their dogs. And uh, bingo, bingo, boom, they get married, fall in love. Well, probably in that order. Maybe not in that order. They fall in love, get married, and then their dogs pass away. They decide to have children. And during this period, guess what happens to the husband? He gets put on the back burner. That's right, folks. I'm going to this southern accent because he gets put on to the back burner. No, that's not right. That was almost Australian. Uh, you don't... Yeah. There's only two people listening to this anyway. Okay, folks? I hope you're both entertained. <sighs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to belittle you that way. I didn't mean to diminish diminish the attention you're giving me because I I need it to survive. I bathe in the attention. Anyway, folks, back to the story. <clears throat> he starts to resent his children. His wife pays him less and less attention. And then uh, one day he meets a lady and she convinces him to run away with her. And then the story begins with him reaching for the doorknob and there's a little static shock. And that's just the beginning. We meet cast characters. We have a bar bar battle. And the explosions get bigger and bigger from there. And huge and large and giant. And um it turns out it's called like I thought yeah, I called it the Rube. Because he was supposed to be a fall guy for something. But I gotta get back to that story. I gotta rewrite it. It's gonna be a big, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna sell billions and billions of copies. That's right, billions and billions of copies. That's right, folks. We are on the Hey Elliot podcast. We're 27 minutes in into a seven-hour podcast. I hope you're ready. Hunker down for it, folks, because I am going to sit here and repeat every story that I ever know because I don't have much experience other than, um, you know, my day-to-day. That's right, folks, my day-to-day. That means working, that means boozing, and that means falling asleep. Folks, I'm trying not to booze so much. I've 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 managed to uh I've managed to uh what's the word? Compromise with myself. Okay? I'll tell you what I used to do. 
I used to get these 99 banana shooters. Get maybe four or five of those. I'd drink those up, so I have to mix them with water. I'd mix those with water. Sorry, my dog was making noise. Wait. That was a little Nemo. I don't know why she's making that noise, but she always makes that noise. It's her way of vocalizing. Um, I've heard her bark once, and uh, my friend, uh, she uh, says that's not possible because she doesn't bark. But I've heard this dog bark once. So, I don't know what they did to her at that puppy mill, folks. Puppy mills make me sick. Can I tell you that? Just the idea. Just of what happened to this poor little pup. They make me, like, they just, like, you could try to scare me with freaking, like, plants that are going to blind you, that they're sprouting up all over America. You can scare me with the sea levels rising. You can scare me with tornadoes, flash floods. You can scare me with with whatever they're doing to brown people in cages. Folks, putting brown people in cages has never, historically never been a good thing in America. I'm, you know, I'm saying that as a half Native American, okay? Some people, Native Americans on the hierarchy is more white than Native American, but folks... I don't know what's going on there. It does not seem right. I know they think they're trying not to have sex trafficking. But folks, uh, you're missing a point. You're missing a point by arguing with me on this. I hate the idea of puppy mills more than any of those ideas. That's right, folks. That's how selfish I am. I hate those... Like, what the hell, man? Like, like, she, she has a problem, this little pup. She uh she hits her uh, bowl her bowl uh uh her food bowl because she'll tap it with her foot so there must have been something some little mechanic that uh there must have been some little mechanical uh, dealy that she had to hit in order to get food so she's used to doing that and that's stupid and you know what I don't know what they fed her but when we got her got her from this we didn't get her from the puppy mill we got her from this like random house out in the middle of nowhere. Where um, they would buy dogs from puppy mills or whatever they can get and then resell them. I'm sure they got money from the government for this. But uh, she was amongst them. Really tough with leashes. She still sucks at leashes. Uh, anyway, she's, uh, she's a little darling of a dog. I mean, she's not a spoiled little brat like this other bitch. I'm not allowed to call them that, says my friend. I'm not allowed to call them bitches, but that's what they are. Anyone on USA Network would tell you that. I'm trying to adjust. I'm laying on a bed that used to be mine that I shared with a friend. Ah, that's some high quality H2O. I don't know. It was just. I don't know. I wish I could be racist against puppy mills. If racism, like, if I wish, I wish I could just. I wish I could stop them. Can I say that? I have more of a passion of stopping puppy mills than I do of um, awareness of pit bulls. I know it sounds like I'm saying pimples when I say pit bulls. <laughs> pit bulls. <laughs> pit bulls pop up everywhere. Actually, they're illegal here. And I do know... Uh, I know I, I know where there's one in town. She just lets the uh, pit bull off the leash. Parked right in my ear. I tried to be all cool around it because, you know, you gotta be the alpha. I'll fuck one up. I'll do it. I, they say they're strong, but you haven't 
You have no pit bulls. I have never lost a match to a pit bull. Not a pimple. I've lost many matches to pimples, but not pit bulls. Pit bulls. Pit bulls. Why don't you enunciate, Elliot? Jesus. You went for four years of high, of college-educated theater. You went to high school with a proscenium arch and an echo where you had to enunciate perfectly, and you got state. You got state with your stupid theater group in high school because of your diction and your enunciation, and now you can't do shit. See? That was good. Got myself riled up and all sweaty. I had to take my covers off. I don't even think they're her covers. I feel kind of gross using them. But folks, I kiss dogs on the mouth. I can't be too picky. All right, I pick. I kiss dogs on the mouth. I'll lay in this bed of sin. I will do it. Okay, back to what I was saying. What was I saying? It said something about racists against pup, uh, puppy mills. That doesn't make any sense. I know. <sighs> yeah. Folks, I'm passionate about many things. I'll try not to blow in your ear anymore with my nasally nose. But, you know, I like these dogs. I'll walk thousands of miles with these dogs. And they're probably going to outlive me. I actually was uh, thinking about my uh, spoiled one, Ladybug. And I was thinking about all the many years I tried to prevent her. Uh Uh-oh. Where are you going? Oh, let me move that. There you go. All the years I tried to prevent her from eating uh, rabbits. Um, she has eaten uh, bunny rabbits in front of my friend before, like baby ones, because she, I guess, was afraid to rip the leash away uh, from Ladybug, because Ladybug will eat a rabbit. Um, I caught her once, only once, and that was the only time I really had to whap her. Um, she doesn't seem to resent me for it, but she grabbed one, and I picked her up the leash with the collar. You know how you do that? You're not supposed to do that. It's mean. But I did that, and I whapped her on the head a few times until the bunny disappeared. Because you're not gonna, I'm not going to let you do that. You're going to know better. But you know I do know? She has enough tension built up in her. She has enough nose that she wants to destroy him. And I, I was listening to, uh, listening to Disturbed. Um... And I had this just image of these zombie squirrels and rabbits that just murdered me in front of her. And I told her to avenge me. And then Disturbed comes on and she produces two double swords and the massacre starts. She finally gets to sate her bloodlust for rabbits and squirrels. Boy, she would enjoy that. That's for sure. I don't know when I'm going to get her dual swords, but I'll give it a shot. I got a cane sword. Nemo, I don't know. Nemo was scared of thunderstorms. She, I, she's a year older than Ladybug, and I treat her like she's a little tiny baby, which she's not. I don't understand that, but, you know, this is, I know they say it's not the same thing as parenthood, but the way I feel about these dogs, I don't like. Does that make sense? I don't like to feel... Like, I like these, but then they're going to get taken away, or I'm going to worry about them a lot. That's probably another reason for no kids. And that's also another reason, or another um, avenue of my change this summer. I'm trying not to shit on everyone's happiness. Because for months, I would just go wake up, either scroll on Reddit, or mostly on Facebook, and I would just look at their happiness and shit on it. Like, ah, it's not going to last. Ugh. What is it doing? Oh, he's so ugly. What are you doing with him? Oh, Jesus. Oh, he pretend you're happy. I bet you're really not happy. Yeah. And then, you know, one day just wake up and go, Ellie, what are you doing? 
You're not posting anything on Facebook because nothing happens to you. You don't even have anything to lie to people about. You don't have anything to lie to people that you're successful or lie to people that you're, you know, the best ever or you're <sighs> that you you just you it's it's either nothing or anxiety. That's all. I mean, I guess you could uh, put on your video game um, achievements. You know, maybe you might get a few likes there, but are likes really what you want? Or do you want attention from the people? The void of the Haleya podcast. That's right, folks. I still call you the void. You are the void of the Haleya podcast. And we hear you loud and clear, void. I don't know. Since I had my last podcast, the news has gotten worse and worse. And that's another reason why it's hard to change. And I think I'm not in the same boat. Or I'm not in, alone. I'm not alone with the fact that uh, the news in this world is screwy. It seems like people are acting crazier, which I don't. I only see in this little. It's weird. My vision of the world is seen through uh, what is this about two two and a half inches by I don't know what is that seven inches eight inches. That's how I see the world. And um, it seems scary, but when I walk, and I do a lot of walking, it seems fine. It seems peaceful. A um, little bit of tension at my place of business. But I don't know. It seems like, like if I were to just toss this phone away and just travel the world, it wouldn't seem so scary. It would seem easy to change, easy to be a better person, easier to not strive to shit on people's happiness or just lose my temper and or just you know or just say mean jokes you know what i mean i mean i know that's where most of my humor comes from but folks it's got to change i've got to that's why i got i got to get a car that's what i got to do i got to get a car get a car go to open mic nights and i got to i got to just let that out there right folks it's funny but it's not funny when you're at your place of business or you know on the internet, but it's just funny out there. It might be fun on the internet. It might be funny on the internet. Sorry, I feel like I've been mushmouth all this time. I'm gonna listen back to this and go, "You dirty asshole! You just mumbled this whole time, this whole podcast." Well, maybe I did, but you're lucky you're getting one. Is that right, Nemo? Yeah, it's a good girl. <sighs> Is that all we have? Um, I don't have anything podcast or I did try to audition this podcast for um for uh something uh, Squarespace was doing. Uh but they didn't accept it. So they're lost, folks. They're lost on a great winning personality. They're lost on spending money on me to fly me to New York. They're lost. Squarespace, you're lost. And I hope I'll have your money next month. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to hang on to some money. Also for a car, but also I owe some money for this this little corner of the internet that I have. That uh, when the bomb drops, when the world goes, I have nothing to show for it. Nothing. Folks, is that depressing? No, it's not depressing. It's what we all think about nowadays. It's all we have to think about. Isn't that right, ladybugs? But, but yeah, no, I don't have anything to report there, folks. I am trying to get a guest, but it's just been kind of... Uh, tough going because I don't know I haven't had a real another guest 
on this podcast. Not too sure what to talk about. It should be easy. It should be practice. Folks, I'm hoping I say folks less, and I hope I say um less. But I want you to be able to see the progression of me, okay? Okay? Okay. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that you find some sort of enjoyment in my successes, enjoyment in my attempts at being a better person and a better uh, podcast host. And, um, yeah, I successfully ranted to you for, uh, for about 40 minutes and 24 seconds. Is that a supersized uh, episode enough for you? Um... I don't know. What else do I got? Let me see. Let me check something out really quick, okay? I'm going to pause this. Okay, and I am back. I realize what I wanted to talk about. Folks, I know I was always on the... uh, I don't want to say the border. That's not the right word. I was always on the wall, which is also kind of a bad term. But I always kind of sit on the wall between, you know, Trump land and, you know, progressives and all that. Because both seem very ignorant... But uh, I got to tell you, seeing those kids in cages kind of made me a little uh, thinking a little more for the the, the progressive side, folks, because uh, that does not look good. It does not look good. And uh, I kind of poo-pooed all this Hitler stuff and all this demagogue and all this like, but uh yeah, then I heard that there were plant navy, the navy. I don't like I don't have a uh, um any research to back this up. I just saw a headline, but I heard I read that, that the navy had a plan, you know, for more like places to hold illegal immigrants. And you know what's going to be a big problem is uh Venezuela. Those people are fleeing that country like crazy. Uh do you think they'll stop? Just a country north you think they'll keep going you know what we need to do forget we need to not only do we need that wall from coast to coast over mexico but we need a little in the middle we just need a wall in the middle that leads to canada that's right we'll divide the united states of america and and just have a nice little walkway for the mexicans to walk walk up the middle of america and uh, just go to canada because they have universal health care there, and um, they legalized the marijuana. That's my plan, folks. As president, 2020, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to build two walls. I'm just going to build a wall. I'm going to build two walls. It's going to be called the T-Wall. The T-Wall of America. And uh, we're going to have to figure out something, some sort of uh, giant roadway over the giant wall. Because it's going to be a big wall, folks. I'm talking about a big wall. I'm talking about the size of uh the Sears Tower size wall. Folks, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do something about this because those Venezuelans are coming. And we're gonna have to figure out uh a nice way to do it. And I don't like the fact that we pulled out of the um Oh, what was that? The EU Human Rights Committee? That does not look good. That does not look good. The same week that we have uh, images of uh, Mexican children in cages far away from their parents. Now, does that make me emotional? And No, but it makes me worry. I don't get emotional because I'm stunted. I only love these dogs and nothing more. Folks, I'm uneducated, okay? I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't want you to get offended. I don't want you to get riled up. I just want you to do the right thing. I do like that um, 
that instead of just protesting, money is trying to get places that will get help. You know what I mean? Money is going to immigration lawyers. Money is going to, uh, oh, what is that place called? Uh, oh, some other place, this and that. I'm glad that they decided to do that, you know? kind of sucks that uh, the working class kind of has to donate money to do that. I mean, I see, I, I see a lot of uh, celebrities did it. So that's good. That's all well and good. I don't see Bill Gates making a peep. Um, or Warren Buffett, for that matter. I don't know. I'm not going to shit on their... I don't even want to hate their game, folks. I'm not going to hate on their game. And that is uh, the Hey Elia podcast for Monday, um, June 25th. Folks, I want to thank everyone who's listened this long. I want to thank Ladybug. I want to thank Nemo for being wonderful guests. I want to uh, thank you for um, hanging in there with me on this journey of me trying to be a better person and uh, say ignorant things on my uh, podcast. Anyway, I will uh, catch up with you later. I don't know when I will, but I hopefully it'll be sooner. Okay? All right, you have a wonderful day, as I will. And this has been the Halea Podcast. And remember, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself.